To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. They're a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You're gonna love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Happy Friday, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour. Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo here, and happy International. Sandwich Day. Which yeah. is a great day to celebrate. We had Subway sandwiches delivered today. Wonderful. Italian BMT. Would you call that Italian BMT? One of them was had? Italian BMT. Yeah, yeah. yeah I um, Yeah, it was beautiful. Teriyaki chicken as well. Love but that. the Italian BMT was good. And, and like just in the words of Tom Flegler and Pat Carrigan in their preparation for a game, they have Subway. I had it for the head of the Noosa try, just Subway. I feel ah. good. Maybe two days out might Maybe not get the results. Maybe don't have the salami before your yeah, race. That will, that will repeat on you. I True. loved it how, the, and Subway, fantastic. They brought in, they set in those two boxes full of some sandwiches, and they set in that third box, which was full of cookies. Like flies on a piece of fruit oh. for the people in our office. When yeah. that cook, cookie box cookie. got open, not... Just swarms. Alex from breakfast sniffs out a sandwich very quickly. But I feel like a sandwich, is, I love that there's a resurgence of sandwiches. Don't you think sandwiches went away for a little yeah. while? That they kind of became uncool because people were like, oh, no carbs. I don't eat carbs. Yeah. And so sandwiches really went off the menu. But now delis are bringing them back. Oh, they're well, big now. The one you went to the other day, ham and rye? Ham on rye. Ham on rye. Meat on, uh, eat, eat a, a billies. billies. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of great there's ones. So many. Yeah. There's good ones down on the south side. Um, Around Wool and Gabba area. There's one in uh, Pacific Fair, I think Uncle Joe's or something. It yep. does these, yeah, it's next level. Does these lobster rolls. And great. what I love the most is that they're bringing back like old school breads, like, you know, Turkish breads mm. and stuff like that. And um, Baker's Delight now have a Turkish loaf. It's a dreadful bread. It's what? a dreadful bread. Turkish bread is a dreadful bread. But in, have you tried it in the loaf? Uh, it's not on my, not even in my list. It's like I'd give that, I'd feed the pigeons Turkish bread. Really? Yeah. Thoughts? Wow. I've never been more angry at you <laughs> for a comment. And you have said some insane things, and I've never been more disappointed in your take on something. <laughs> what do you mean, Turkish I'm bread? I'm a sourdough man, first, second, third. Turkish bread is an inferior bread. It's hard, It's got a hard exterior, and then when you go inside, there's no softness. It's hard as well. It's like, well, what's the point? It's like a star bit of bread. It's not, it's not, to me, the kind of bread that I would want. Oh, see, I don't know if you're eating good Turkish bread. I don't yeah. think Turkish bread's that hard inside. It shouldn't it's, be that stale. No. no I, look. You, it's got a hard exterior. You'll accept that. Well, yeah, most breads do. It's called it's the crust. Hard, though. I don't think. Do you know what Turkish yes, bread is? Yes, I do. Is? You sure? Tiger Turkish bread. We've had it heaps of times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mm. the tiger one, though, has got a crust on it, though. That makes it really crunchy. And Whereas Turkish bread is a bit softer, I think. What I will. Because, Lisa, when you told me about this the other day, this Turkish bread loaf, I got excited because I have a firm opinion that Turkish bread is the best bread for a bacon and egg roll. Oh, I agree with you. The absolute best bread. Uh, structure for a bacon egg roll. The thing with the bacon and egg roll, you need stability because mm. bacon's quite firm and the egg, you need it to catch the egg. If you what have about bread, sourdough? Sourdough's no. good if you go cutting it up, but not in a sandwich. Not See, for I, a bacon and egg. No. Because you want that run through and you want the you want the yolk to run in your bacon and egg roll and you it, Turkish bread is just perfect for it. So much so that I, I if I if I could change if you gave me the powers of God for a day, I wasn't allowed to change anything big. I was only allowed to change frivolous things. <laughs> I would make every cafe that serves a brioche bun for their bacon egg roll 
and make them turn into a Turkish bread. Well, you know the problem with brioche is it's the high sugar content. So when the fat and the oil from the bacon and the eggs gets into the sugar, it just eats it away. So it dissolves. That's the problem with brioche. I didn't know there was science behind it. No, either did I. It doesn't work. They all taste good. And when you started talking about runny egg on bread, my mouth started to salivate. (laughs) I love a good sourdough. I actually don't care what bread. (laughs) I want an egg. Poached eggs on sourdough. Oh, Oh, Feta. Must have relish on your bacon egg. Are you a uh, caramelized onion relish or a... Chili relish. Or like a a tomato-based relish? I think I go with more of a tomato-based in my bacon See, I'm a caramelized onion relish. Right. Okay, so that's superior on my sandwich. Mm. We could... The three of us could sit here and just talk about food. food. All day. All day. All day. Yeah. We should just do, we got to explore this in 2024 mm. because, look, we're not great on music. We, we acknowledge that. Yep. We're pretty handy on sport. One of us has been to four Olympic Games. The other yeah, two, but I don't know much about the it. The other two commentate it for a living. Food is another real sweet spot of ours. Yeah. Mm. We could host our own just food show. If anybody out there wants to send us food. Please do. We'll, we'll take it. Oh, yeah. We'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Rush out, Happy H. International Sandwich Day. First, let's talk about a bit of rugby league. And tomorrow afternoon over in Hamilton in New Zealand, the Kangaroos take on the Kiwis. Mm. First versus second in the Pacific Championships final. Their coach, a proud, proud Australian and just absolutely loves the Kangaroos. Mal Meninga joins us. G'day, Mal. How are you, mate? Thanks for giving us some time. Uh, that's okay, Dobbo. Very happy to be on your show. How difficult is it to get a side up? for a match when they beat New Zealand last week in the round comp and then have to take them on a week later, be it over the ditch in New Zealand? Yeah, no, it's, um, as you mentioned, obviously, yeah, we're in their country, um, playing on their on their soil. So um, it's a different challenge for us. So um, as you know, we've, we've got three new guys coming into the team this week, you know, um, hopefully strengthening the side. So, you know, we're, we've had a good week, mate. Um, yeah, weather's been reasonably kind to us, so you know, we're looking forward to you know, tomorrow afternoon. Mal, you might have a few debutants on there, but gee, the Australian team is absolutely oh. stacked. If you look at some of the names on there, gee, that must make you happy as a coach going into a game like this, knowing that you have the best names in Australia right now. Yeah, Lisa, it's, um, yeah, it's comforting. There's no doubt about that. And also, I think we've got a lot of experience, though, too. You know, certainly in our what we call our spine, you know, our, our nine, seven, six and one. You know, I just feel that, you know, obviously... That helps us a lot, and you know when we when we train, there's a lot of you know footy IQ there. So yeah, you know, I think everyone's gelled really well, and um, everyone wants to put the green and gold jersey on and do their best. I do notice that the nine, the seven, and the six are all Queenslanders. Yeah, now, just Hunt, to, Cherry just, Evans, yeah. Munster, and yeah, just a one's to Desco, but that's okay. <laughs> How difficult was it to? Val's been playing in the centres. You know, we we know. I know he's played on the wing before, but. You've gone with yeah. Katoni and, and, and pushed Val to the wing. That that was a big decision, I suppose, in the selection room. Uh, Dobbo, no, it wasn't. I must confess. Um, you know, so we, um, yeah, Val played right wing in the World Cup last year, so yeah. he's you know, well versed in in playing on the wing. You know, um, obviously, I rate Val as a player and a person, and you know, you could have, yeah, well, you've seen his performance last week, and yeah. he hasn't played for twelve weeks. He's come out and did a performance like that, you know, so repaying the faith, I guess. But um, he's a terrific winger as well. Some of the players, I'm assuming, coming to the end of the season and a lot of players are on break, but these players are still playing, they must lift to another level if they play New Zealand. That is a win that they want, I'm assuming. Well, it it is, you know, one of our greatest challenges in international rugby league, obviously. Uh, The Pacific Islands have got, obviously, stronger over the last few years and, you know, England is always strong. So, but, yeah, New Zealand... 
across the ditch. You know, um, we haven't been over here since 2019. So, like I said, we're looking forward to that. Um, it's a diff- like it's a different beast over here. Um, we we do well at, at, on home soil, so you know we're really keen to obviously go two in a two in a row. Yeah, and obviously with the performance of the Warriors this season in the NRL, rugby leagues of sport couldn't be better right now uh, in New Zealand. Speaking of uh, going on a overseas trip, Mal, has the great Mal Meninga managed to score himself a spot in this Vegas junket for early next year? <laughs> we know our man Dobbo's going, and uh, Jonathan Thurston reckons he hasn't got his tickets booked yet. Billy Slater reckons he's not unlocked yet, but are you in some way going to be involved with this uh, this entry to the new frontier of the United States? You're not going to believe this, but my wife is going over to the States right through February, so uh, I've got to stay home and look after kids. You're staying. So you're not going. You're you're doing daddy daycare. I'm doing daddy daycare Why my wife is having a much well-earned rest, and I hope she's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this, this makes me sick, Dobbo. The fact that you are going to Vegas, we, Billy Slater might not be going, Jonathan Thurston not going, Malman Ninga's not going, and you are going to be there front and centre. Well, I'm working. I'm not. Well, it's not a holiday. These blokes go over there and they get paraded round. They're, they're <laughs> legends of the games. I'm actually going as one of the uh, bench warmers, the oh sweeping the stadium. Well, um, oh, it's terrible, isn't it? Mal Meninga, the coach of the Kangaroos, they take on New Zealand awesome. two o'clock tomorrow in Hamilton. The atmosphere is going to be simply incredible, and here's hoping the Aussies come home with the win. Mal, thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. My sister, I've got uh, an older brother, older sister, younger brother, younger sister. My older sister, Amelia, um, has put her marriage and the relationship between myself and her husband at risk and, and serious damage. They went away last weekend for a short farm stay occasion, they, uh, um, holiday. They, they live in Sydney, and so they went off the grid. They found this place down near Goulburn, which is about 200 kilometres south of Sydney, no mobile phone coverage, just a, a reboot on their relationship, had a big bathtub outside, beautiful views, log fire. It was everything they wanted. They had a great time. Anyway, I rang Meals this morning, um, driving in, and I'm like, mate, how was your holiday? How, how's Vasil, um, her husband's name? I call him mm. Bolgi. He's from Bulgaria, Bolgi. How's Bolgi? She said, oh, awesome. Best trip. Had the greatest time. She said, I'll send you a few photos. I said, awesome. I said, how was the farm stay? She said, epic. So I got a couple of photos of the views to start off with. Mm. Then we got a photo of their meal. They cooked this amazing lamb meal one night, um, some candles and the couches, and then a photo of Bolgi in the bathtub drinking a red wine. And initially I looked at it and I was like, oh, Bolgi drinking a red wine. And then it hit me like a brick between the eyes. Clearly Vasil was very excited. No. And the photo probably should have been edited because something had surfaced out of the water and it was horrific. I have now... (laughs) The mushroom is coming through the bubbles. Yes. I am absolutely scarred by my sister sending me... A unedited pick. <laughs> Our producers just called it the Loch Ness Monster, and that's a very, very valid thing. Oh, I have seen Bolgie's tackle when it's a, not only a breach of his privacy, but it has damaged my relationship. I cannot look at him ever again. And then Meals is like, 
I'm really sorry. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, that should have been edited. Oh, no, I can't believe I've sent that to you. And like, all, oh, but it's out there. You were given a key to the private collection. Mm, no, I got Amelia's the private collection. Private well, I don't think collection. it was intentional. I don't think it was intentional. I think it was more a photo of Bolgi having a red wine and in the and bath with a view. his time. He was enjoying the bath, You've received an unsolicited nude. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I'm scarred from it. What have you done with the photo? Delete. Did you frame it? <laughs> it's his Give phone it back screensaver. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, though, right? Everyone is entitled to take whatever photos they choose, especially their partner. But like the me. world we live in now, technology makes things dangerous. And also, just an extra tick, you know, when you accidentally get the extra collection. Oopsie. <laughs> Liesl, I kid you not, a very similar thing happened. Now, I wasn't sent this photo, but a cousin of mine, this is from a previous relationship, he went on a trip with his then girlfriend and her parents. And, oh, sorry, his parents. And they came back from this trip and my cousin said to me, hey, can I use your laptop? I want to send mum and dad some photos from the trip. Now, this is back in the age where everyone didn't use phones, but digital cameras. Oh, yeah. He has the cable from the digital camera to my laptop. It didn't just download the photos from his trip. It also happened to download the photos from their Valentine's Day together. No. Oh, was it exciting? Looks like they had fun. <laughs> and they're on like your they laptop. Uh, Periscope. <laughs> Did you tell them? Did you acknowledge that you'd seen him and his girlfriend? I told him <laughs> six months later after they broke up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know that trip on Valentine's Day? That looked fun. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, look. You've got the, a key to the secret I, collection. This is it, Lisa. I was allowed into the private viewing collection by accident as well, as oh, Dobbo was with his partner. Surely this has happened to other people. In fact, Pete from Bruce, Pete's already called through. <laughs> Clearly, Pete's received uh, some, uh, got access to the private collection as well. One triple three five three. Have you? Uh, maybe you've granted access by accident. Maybe you've been the person that uh, has accidentally given access to the privates to someone else. One triple three five three. Photo's been sent to the wrong place. This has happened. Mm. I'm telling you now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we we'll can't keep get it, it back either. We'll Just keep it discreet. It you can remain anonymous if you'd like, but we want to hear about. Them, you, them nudes. Yeah, when they've been sent to the wrong address. <laughs> wrong home. <laughs> On triple three five three, give us a call, triple M. Matt from Coomera, when have you sent a phone or received a photo from a wrong person? Uh, well, I actually, um, I had a mate who was buying a phone. Yeah. I saw I was buying a phone off him because he was selling it. And, um, yeah, he, uh, he said he wiped it. And he had not. Kept you a few special ones, did he? Yeah, and the worst part of it all was uh, his uh, his then girlfriend was. Um, we were all in the same circle of friends. Oh, no, so I no. Knew no. Well. Mm. Did you let on? Yeah, I went and saw him back the next day. Handed mm. him the phone and said, "Here, mm. mate, you didn't clear this off properly." <gasps> well, you are an excellent mate, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what a that, no. You know what? Let me have a quick look here. What do we got? Hoppy's Handwash, uh, we got a Hoppy's Handwash Cafe voucher for you, Matt. Open seven days a week with 10 sites throughout Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Well done to you. Oh, cheers, guys. No, nah, because. Mate. Especially if it's a friend, though. You don't want to see too much well, of the friend's girlfriend. Well, no, but my mates, all. my mates would probably do the right thing eventually, but geez, they'd make me sweat for a couple of weeks, oh, I yeah, reckon. Oh, yeah, they'd punish you for that. Yeah. You've got you've got to get better friends. <laughs> you got to get mad as your friend. Greg from Southport, do you get a key to the private collection? <laughs> Oh, not not high, but this was a work trip, and it was a, a trip through the rainforest, a bit of a hike. There was different groups going around. The big boss took a work camera, took photos. Second part of the day, he handed on to another staff member and said to her, take some photos with her group. 
So she took some photos, scrolling back through them, oh. and she scrolls a bit too far back. It's one of those old digital SLR cameras. Yeah. And there's the big boss with his wife. <gasps> photos got progressively worse. No. Yeah. Chocolate buttons on his nipples. Oh. And pressed up against them, licking them off. And, uh, and I said, tell me you kept this. Tell me you've got it. She goes, no. I said, this was our ticket to future pay rises. Yeah. The safest job ever. Oh, she, uh, she didn't take a coffee. Oh, that is such yeah, a wasted opportunity. I always worry about the swipe back when people start going swiping. Don't swipe left, that, don't that, swipe right. Yeah, yeah, just stay, just on, stay the on the picture. Thank yeah. you, Greg. <laughs> Luke from Eleonora, good afternoon. Good afternoon, legends. How are you? All right, give us your story. My uh, grandfather. Um, no. Got photo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no got a photo on Christmas sitting on his deck chair. And uh, my mum went and got it developed and we had a big family reunion for New Year's and she handed around the photos without having a decent look. And let's just say that um, it was more than my grandfather's feet touching the ground. <laughs> just out the side. Yes. Box of chocolates out the side. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh you can imagine it happening. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. There's always a few... <laughs> Oh, no, nah, I'm not even going to do it. Rush out, Triple F. Yesterday on the show, Dobbo, you were telling us how your street was being shut down this morning for the state funeral. Sure. Uh, and we put it out to the Triple M family, uh, is your street famous? Why has your street uh, been famous? And we got this call from Troy in Jacob's Well. Yeah, I've actually had uh, the guys out filming the Paul Kelly Christmas movie, How to Make Gravy. No! Oh, my God. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, so they had, uh, my house had Christmas decorations out the front and a couple of the other houses as well, so. We just spoke about how to make gravy. Yeah. Troy, uh, oh, that's unreal. How, how long so ago was this, Troy? Uh, last week. Oh, oh! That's unreal. Okay. I'm so excited. Troy. Yeah. Do you know if they're coming back to do any more filming? Not sure, but they have filmed a few other uh, bits of movies okay. out there as well. This obviously blew our tiny little minds, Lisa, because you and I have ambitions to be background extras in a film. Oh, that's my lifelong dream. And and what a film to be. Who's gonna make the gravy now? If we could somehow crack the background scene of gravy. Well, you could be in prison. You could be a prison extra. Exactly. Yeah, There's dirty moustache going at the moment. You could be a warden. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, okay. I would love that. Well... After I got a text message, that sounds message. like a big part, though the warden. It does. Hey, hey there's no, there's no small parts, mm. Lisa. Mm. I got a text message uh, after that, after Troy called us, and I won't reveal my sources, but basically, I've been told that the uh, priest at my daughter's school mm. is all across the filming of this movie, right? Oh. And that the producers have actually asked him to use his church. As for, On the for filming purposes. Really? For some of the scenes. And further to that. Do they need people in the church? Well, apparently they made that joke to the congregation the other day that they need <gasps> extras. Need church. They need extras. Oh, I can go to church. I can go to church. I yeah. think Lisa can. I don't think you can. I can fake believe for a bit. <laughs> Forgive God me, will Father, for I have down If you go into a church because it's of your lack of faith. <laughs> yeah. But so, look, there's one. Element that yeah. we're going to explore our opportunity there, Lisa. Okay. Wonderful. The other little nugget that I've been told: mm. a 
apparently, obviously, this film is is about um, Joe in who's, prison. who's in prison. Yeah, it's not going to be there to make gravy. Apparently, they're using Miami High as a set for the jail. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Gee, that's not a very glowing reference. No. That Miami High looks like a jail. <laughs> I don't know how true this is, but I've been told that apparently Miami High is being oh. used as a set for the prison. <laughs> Actually, my high school probably could have been the set of A lot of high schools too. seen as jail. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine had the long corridors, so yes. that would have been exactly like yeah. a prison. That could have, and it had the um, quadrangle in the mm. middle, so mm. that could have been the push-up bench, you know. <laughs> the workout the yard. The workout yard. The yeah, exactly, yard. while everyone walks along the top. My school would have been perfect. The only thing is that it's going to be tough to wet it out, the big Miami High sign on the hill from the background Oh, seats. yeah, because it's got Miami just yeah. written on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway. How fun. Look, well, this dream is coming this closer. This dream is getting closer and closer. We, we're going to chase this up a bit more over the weekend. But, Liesl. Find us a spot. We're going to get you in that movie. Pride is something that uh, a couple of us in the studio might be without when it comes to <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Noosa Triathlon. It's upon us. You'll lose your pride when you have to use the portalies up there, won't you? Now, this is Ed Dobbo. For all of your training and effort you put in, the thing I don't think you're ready for is the portaloo situation. Oh, we're not going to have a poo chat now, are we? Well, we don't have to be so obvious about it, but we can discuss. What is the situation? Because I've never done Noosa Try, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what. Well, this... you've got 20,000 people lining up on Noosa Main Beach getting ready to go do this swim, mm. and you've got about six portal holes. <laughs> six? No, no, no. Oh. There is. There is but, so there's the surf club bathrooms. There's I'm the... sure you wouldn't be allowed to use those, would you? Oh, the downstairs public ones. They're, oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, kind yeah. of public After toilets, but underneath it. Yeah. And yeah. then there's a there's a row, there's rows of portaloos in the car park there at the surf club. Oh. But because Dobber, you know that you're going to need a nervous number two pre-start. Yeah, but why would I be doing it in a portaloo? What, what what about just being a normal human and doing it in your hotel room? Because are you in your hotel right before the start of your race? No, we, we've got a Go to the check-in and transition yes. from five o'clock, yeah. and then that shuts at six, mm-hmm. and then I'm in the water. I'm, my way start is six twenty-one, and that is the window of danger. That is the <laughs> nervous minutes. window of time in which everybody who's ever done a race. Right, I mean, Lisa, you did you ever get those nervous bowel movements pre Olympics? Do yeah, for sure. So does everybody mm. because it, especially at the elite level, but. You just get so nervous because what happens is your brain is like, we need to be as light as possible because that's what it is. No, I'm being serious. Like your body is saying evacuate everything because we want to be light. If we're going to run away from a tiger, we want to be as light as possible. So the body dumps everything. And it happens to be right before because it's like, oh, it's go time. The tiger's here. The tiger's here. Let's go. Do you know, do you know what I would say? I would say that. You both have shown me that you can't handle pressure because I can handle pressure okay. and I don't get nervous. Okay. I eat that stuff right. for breakfast. Right. Triple M family, if any of you are up at Noosa and you see Dobbo heading towards a portaloo uh, this week, can you take a photo for us? Yeah, tell him Send he doesn't need it. Send it in. He'll have to hold it. Reckons he thrives oh. under pressure. I did get it wrong for the bridge to Brisbane and had to use a portaloo. So, like. <laughs> Could go wrong. Russell, Lisa Jones, Liam, and Dobbo Triple M. One man who does know what it takes to win this race, Courtney Atkinson. He's a three-time champion of the Noosa Tri. He's a former Olympic teammate of yours, Lisa sure Jones. Sure is. Good afternoon, Court. It's a big intro, mate. You've, t- you've <laughs> taught me up. All I'm doing this weekend is actually keeping the beers cold. But um, <laughs> look, uh, it's I'm actually up here at the moment, and it's looking pretty nice. But Dobbo, by the time you get out there on the run. Gonna be hot. Well, th- that's the thing. I mean, I-, I think I can get through the swim. I think the bike. I've done the work. 
It's about the 6K mark on the run, which is causing me concern. I mean, you've won it, as Liam said, three times. What's the secret to having success at Noosa? It's a big weekend. Uh, you've got to pace yourself. <laughs> Don't right? go off early. Don't go off early. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go off early. I mean, the festival in itself is uh, part of the challenge, isn't it? Not getting too excited too early with all the swims and the, the runs and everything else going on. But now out there on the course, you know, you get a bit lonely on the run because what happens is you've got all the crowd and you've got everything happening in at Noosa. And then you end up just out there on your own. And as you're coming back, you think, I'm nearly there. You start to see your speckles of the crowd as you're coming in there to Noosa Heads. And then what they do, they shoot you into the Canal Estate and you've got another <laughs> pay and a half. So be ready for that one. Courtney, there are some whispers that the weather is not going to be looking great for the weekend, that there might be a few showers and a bit of rain around. Um, how are the boys going to cope with that? Is that going to keep them unstuck? Get you on the bike, Dobbo, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that hill out on the course, you know, I think what the, from what I can recall, um, there's a guy called Craig Walden who's won it more times than myself, but I think he hit over 100 kilometres an hour down that that descent at one stage. So add a little bit of, you know, slick, let's say, uh, water just sprinkled on the road and, and, you know, yourself going down there, I reckon it'll be a, a great day. Courtney, just put good energy. I mean, I do not need to take bark off sliding down the hill for having a crash. <laughs> Either way, it's about completion. Let's just get that straight. From my perspective, and anybody that questions my time can get stuff because I'm not handing it out. It's all about completion for me. <laughs> I'm just cheering you up, mate. I know you'll, you'll be you'll be fine out there, and you've got plenty of people around you by the sounds of it who are going to help you along. And mate, now you've been on radio talking yourself up. I'm sure you're going to get a few hecklers as well. <laughs> that was the mistake as well. Although on the upside, Courtney, and you'll attest to this as an elite athlete. He's already waxed down. Lisa Jones waxed him oh. in studio the other day. Just got rid of the uh, the bit of the back hair, so he's he is race ready. He's aerodynamic. Worth worth another three seconds over the you know, three hours. For sure. <laughs> We're not long now until we hit the Bruce and we head up to Noosa. Uh, Cordo, you're, you've got a full weekend. Are you participating in the Legends race tomorrow? I will be. I'll be out there having a swim. And then, like I said, I'll be um, just making sure that I'll just be looking after everyone up in the uh, hospitality, making sure the drinks are cold for when you guys finish on Sunday. But, you know, I've got a few things over the weekend. We're talking, we've got tonight the launch. So obviously, 40 years, very, very special. Um, I know they're bringing a whole heap of guests into town for that, and we're on the beach tonight, which will be a, a nice change. And then, you know, tomorrow the events all start, and there's kids racing, and, you know, there's plenty going on for the weekend. So looking forward to it, looking forward to seeing you guys up here. Courtney Atkinson, a uh, Noosa champion. Uh, if you get up there, you'll see his face emblazoned all over the promo material as well. Still a uh, an important fixture up there this weekend. Uh, Courts, we'll talk to you soon, and, and here's hoping we're whipping Dobbo down the blue carpet on Sunday at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck, and I'll see you up here. We're having a laugh, which is something we do a lot of on this show. And for those of you that were listening Monday, at the back end of 4 o'clock, just before 5 o'clock, you might have heard Liesl Jones and I just weren't at our most professional. REM, triple. Good. Tell my stories before we go on air. Good times, greatest. Triple M Drush Hour with Lisa Jones. Liam and Dobbo. I'm not recovering. It's Oktoberfest. It's Oztober. Oztober. It's rare that Dobbo's the one trying to straighten us up. I actually want to take credit for me trying to get the show back on you track still got at that the moment. name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare that Dobbo's trying to straighten uh, us up and still manages to stuff it up. But... 
We had a conversation, yeah. and look, firstly, I need to apologise to you, Liesl Jones, because Set we're me off. about to come back on air, and I told your story, which put you in that state, so I apologise. And then my laughing encouraged you to Set live. me off. Yeah. Further to that point, we've had a conversation about it, and we think that's not fair to the Triple M family. Very well, insular. Don't... It was a very insular conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't want to be on the outside of a joke. No. You want to be on the in on the joke. That's right. So? Well, let's share it. Let's let's bring you inside <laughs> that story. I'm going to tell you that story. A warning. It's a little bit guttery, okay? I'm just telling you all that now, so if there's kids in the car, That's why we or if you've so got much. sensitive ears, turn off, right? Contains Cause, fecal matter. Because here it comes. It does. So a friend of mine is an OT. Uh, and she does occupational a, therapist. Occupational therapist. Thank you. Yeah. So she does a lot of work with um, rehabilitating people from injuries and and helping people um, with basic uh, functions that they might have suffered from for whatever reason. Anyway, she was working at a hospital, and she was working with a person who um, was struggling with mobility, a little bit overweight, and, and needed a harness in the hospital bed to uh, help them maneuver around. So. My friend was in the the hospital room and along with some other staff, Lisa was already about to go again. I'm not looking. this person needed to be moved and was in the harness, was lifted up. Now, hospital gown, for anyone who's ever worn one, you're not wearing anything underneath. No, of course. This person needed to go number twos. Yeah. So as they're lifted up, number twos dropped. No. And my mate... Just out of like backyard instincts, <laughs> caught. <laughs> caught it like a classic catch. Just Steve like Smith's first slip <laughs> He caught a number two on the hot. That's, and now before it hit the ground, it's not. Oh yeah, yeah, it was out. <laughs> out for six. No, there was no net. There was out for two. There was oh, no. <laughs> they, they didn't review it. They was out. It was a clean catch. Was there an apology by the batsman? <laughs> But the best part about it was It's like that's not protocol That's not what you're meant to do Just let it go And everyone else in the room just looked at her (laughs) What are you doing? She looked at me Oh no (laughs) Anyway so To reflex catches Now you know what we were laughing about on Monday It's still funny today (laughs) Crush out Lisa Jones, Lehman, Dobbo, Triple X This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.